You are listening to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast, episode 98, Stuck in a Rut, I Know a Way Out. Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Sanchez. I have five kids and I love sports and the piano, and I'm also a certified life coach and divorce coach. Here I talk about living your best life, whether you're divorced, married, or single, it doesn't matter. Achievement is nothing without fulfillment. So let's go. What's up, party people? Sorry, I just wanted to feel like a DJ for a second with this mic. How is everybody doing? Over here in Gilbert, Arizona, skies are cloudy, rainy. Oh, it's so nice for a change. I was worried it was getting too hot too quickly. So it's feeling so nice, cozy and cold a little bit. (laughs) So hope you're doing well. I just want to give a little disclaimer first before I go into this podcast. And I want to tell you guys that so this podcast is about being in a rut. Okay, I'm going to be super honest with you. I'm going to go into my life a little bit about how I've been feeling a little bit in a rut. I don't know if it's coronavirus fatigue or what, but I just haven't been myself. And I thought, oh, I can't share this on the podcast because I'm a life coach. You know, I'm I'm supposed to have it all together all the time. And nah, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true of anybody. If they're a therapist or they're a basketball coach, you know, sometimes we have bad days. But I will also say that I realize that I do not have the problems that I used to have. All right. I don't have those huge problems, the big crises. I am not engulfed in that in my personal life. So I can comparatively look at the past and be like, oh man, this is nothing. This is so easy. But it's interesting, Brene Brown always says, don't do that. Don't And don't compare yourself to anybody else. But I think it's okay to compare yourself to yourself and be like, you know what? I've had a lot worse. <laughs> this is nothing. And I even had a client or a potential client, I can't remember who, ask me, do you feel like you're too far removed to coach and to relate on the situation? I mean, I've been divorced for, what, 14 and a half years. I've been happily remarried for 11 or 12. I don't know what I'm on. (laughs) And I just said, no, I think that that is a good thing that I am very removed from it. I can see completely out of the box, but at the same time, I can totally relate. I understand. I can say I'm empathetic. I have been through it. I have experienced it. And now I'm on the other side, so I can take you on the other side as well. And not just with divorce coaching, with any type of life coaching. I have felt completely transformed after what I've learned being a life coach. And so, and I feel like it's calling it's a calling. So I just want you to know that I get it. I get that my ruts are not going to be exactly like your ruts. And so even though I am applying this all to me today, I am hoping that you can take this and like the scriptures say, liken it unto yourselves. 
and see how you can put your emotions, your feelings, your own experience in here to make changes. Because what I have today really made a change for me. Really. Like big time. And so I am truly hoping, you guys know by now, that's my hope and intent, is just to make small shifts for you so you can see the change and the beauty of this short life that we have. Okay, so let's go. I have been a little bit in this rut. <laughs> I don't know if it's the holidays and getting out of my routine. And I just felt very, very unproductive and bored and kind of low in all of those happy, happy type feelings. So I decided, Emily, you're going to turn yourself around. Okay, I do this with clients all the time, but I wasn't doing it for myself. And so I decided, okay, let's just do something quick and something I can write it all out. And I really feel there's something to writing it down, getting it out of your head, writing it down helps to let it go. It's like this first step. It's beautiful. Okay, so get a piece of paper and come with me for a second. So number one, I want you to get super duper clear. The more clarity we have, the more clear we can be on decisions and where we want to go. So I decided, what am I feeling exactly? I was going to write down. And not just sad, you know, but be really specific. Okay, guys, so here's my opening up of myself, which I actually don't enjoy doing. I put, I feel like I'm in a rut, stuck, blah, emotionless, bored, uninspired, disconnected, sick of cleaning, sick of scrolling, and unproductive. <laughs> and I have to say that this really is not me. This is not who I am. So, duh, this doesn't match my identity. So I was probably having an identity crisis. Now, number two, if you can go to each emotion and ask if you're doing something or not doing something to cause it, that would be like extra credit for you. Some people have that awareness that they can go to the blah feelings, these kind of dismal feelings and kind of put a subcategory of what am I doing to cause this or when, what am I not doing? If you're that advanced, that would be amazing. You don't have to do this because it takes really, really good awareness. And a lot of this is in our subconscious. Um, so don't worry if you can't do this. All right. It wasn't even part of what I did, but yeah. So if you can go through and see, is there something you're not doing or doing to cause this? Now, number three step, how do you want to feel? Hmm. How do you want to feel? Now, be careful. Don't just put happy. <laughs> I'm trying to get your language because language is so important to be a little more, bit more vast so we can experience more in life. We can experience more emotion, more powerful, amazing emotions. So, because I actually do feel like I'm generally happy. But what I want, and I'll share with you, I want to feel passionate alive. I want to work on things that matter. I want to feel inspired, curious, connected. Okay, I want to feel that connection to others. And I want to feel energetic. 
All right, that's my list. Do you like it? I kind of loved the curious. Yeah, I love curious and connected a lot. Okay, now let's move on and we'll get back to those emotions. Number four, what stories need to change in order to feel how you want? What do I mean by this? We all have stories. We all have these beliefs. We all have this running narrative in our minds about the reasons why things are the way they are. It's called a story. Now, Tony Robbins always says, change your story, change your life. It's really that simple. So I'm going to let you guys in on some of my stories and how I want to change them. Okay. So in this next category, I put um, a new story being, I want to feel like being a good mom freaking matters so much. Now, I know this, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Sometimes (laughs) motherhood doesn't truly fulfill me and it feels kind of meaningless in the moment. And so I have to change my story that this actually matters probably more or second to being a wife um, in my life. And throughout my life, this probably matters the most. That it is this God-given, beautiful blessing. And I can learn so much about myself, actually, through my children and grow and um, teach them and hopefully um, raise them up to be the best humans they can be, right? I mean, moms around the world know this, right? And even people who aren't moms, but sometimes I easily forget. So this is a story that I am changing. Now, (laughs) some other stories. Cleaning up will make you feel better. I have been telling myself, so what? I clean up all the time. It never goes away. I'm doing it all too much. I'm just going to let it stay there because why? What's the use, right? But actually cleaning up and seeing cleanliness and, you know, clutter that's gone and just a clean house makes me feel better, right? Cleanliness is next to godliness. There's something to that. Another story, trying new things is worth it. (laughs) You can see the antithesis to all of these. So obviously I was feeling like trying new things is too hard or not worth it or whatever. Okay, here's one. You are not too tired. Ah, right? We all tell ourselves this lie. We're too tired. We've done too much today. We don't have it in ourselves. We don't have the energy. Nope, we can't. We're just too tired. We can't do it all. I'm kind of tired of that story. How about you guys? So I'm telling myself I am not too tired. My next one. These tasks seem menial and worthless, but anything accomplished will build your insides. This is so true. This is so true. I really feel like, I mean, it goes along with all of these stories I've been telling myself. Yes, it is menial, but gosh, when you accomplish anything, anything, it doesn't matter if it's menial. It doesn't matter. You know, 
you just feel better and something happens to your insides, right? Something happens to your emotional state. You look at it and you think, I did something. I accomplished something. I did it. It is self-confident building. My next story, look outside your home to serve and include your kids. You are not stuck inside here. Okay, this is the corona fatigue. For some reason, I feel that I'm stuck inside. And so that's a major story that I'm changing. I'm not. There's nothing holding me back. We can put our masks on. We can go out. We can serve. We can be creative and figure out ways. We can do whatever. And along with it, we can try new things. And all these things will help me feel all those beautiful feelings that I want to feel. Okay, so now, next step is actually we're on number five. Now go to the emotions list. Go to the ones that you want and list just a couple of things you could do to create that feeling. Now notice I didn't say think. All right. I know a lot of you listen to the Life Coach School podcast or Jody Moore. Their model is circumstances create thoughts, thoughts create feelings, feelings create action, action creates results. Now I do agree with that, but I sometimes feel like you cannot think your way out of rut feelings. You can't just sit and ruminate and change the thoughts and take the time to da 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 like I really feel like with production and that rut-like feeling, you need to go be productive. And like Mel Robbins says, five, four, three, two, one. You don't think about it. You just do it. And then you will see it go backwards where the actions actually create the thoughts, which create the emotions. You're like, oh, look what I did. Interesting. I feel better, right? Also, the mind-body is so connected, in my opinion so connected that when you get moving, you see results with emotion automatically and very rapidly because motion creates emotion, right? Lack of motion creates emotion. No matter how you want to spell that out, motion, whether it's a lot or a little, creates emotion. So let me read you what I put that I feel I could do to create these feelings I want. Passionate. I want to get things rolling. Life is short. I want to look into my loved one's eyes. So this is actually something, it's a habit. It's something I have to start doing. Oh, but I love it. Alive. I want to feel alive. Now I've told myself this out loud many times that working out makes me feel alive. Plain and simple. Makes me feel alive. Other things that make me feel alive and going along with, you know, the passion is music. Simple, simple. I turned on some music when I did the dishes and I turned on like weird music like George Michael and like you can have feelings from music, right? You know it. So if you feel like, you know, feeling weird and I don't know, I like feeling weird sometimes, alive Put on some weird music, the kind that makes you feel ready to go, the kind that just inspires you or whatever, right? Whatever emotion you want, you seriously can get from music. I actually also feel that clothes and makeup 
do something. The day after I wrote the list and I wanted to change my rut-like state, I decided I'm going to wear red lipstick. I never wear lipstick, really. I, I Or if I do, it's very subtle. So I went all out, red lipstick. I want to feel so alive and like curious and kind of crazy, right? But confident. And in the clothes, I wanted to wear fun clothes, whatever that means. Now my next thing, working on things that matter. And I just put people matter. My kids matter. My husband matters. Those around me matter. That's what I want to work on. And of course, I feel that my podcast matters. You who are listening, you matter to me a lot. And so... Yeah, that's what I put. <laughs> Next is inspired. I just put Heavenly Father will tell you what you need to do. Spend more time with him. I want to feel inspired. Okay, I need to search the scriptures. I need to just spend more time with him in my thoughts through prayer or in the middle of the day, whatever. Curious. I put ask my kids ask them more questions, get curious about them, ask them how something works. And then I just put get interested or act interested. If I don't feel like I'm like interested, act it, fake it till you make it. Sometimes it works. My next one is connection. Tell people how you feel about them. Okay, easy enough. Interesting. When I do something outward, I will feel it back inward. My last one is energetic. And I just put, energy is a habit. I also put posture. There was a study in, at Harvard four years ago about that warrior type posture, standing there for, I don't know if it was two minutes or four minutes, but you have your shoulders back, you have your feet shoulder width apart, you have your hands on your hips to kind of Make sure that your shoulders are back in that position. You breathe in and out, big breaths, and you just hold that position. That's it. And all of a sudden, you have a state change. You feel more confident. You feel more ready. You feel ready to do whatever you need to do. Okay? So that is my list. Number six. Now, I haven't done this yet, but a very powerful question to ask beside each of these emotions is what do I need to stop doing in order to get this? Now, I mentioned that before on the emotions I don't want. What do I need to stop doing, right? But I want to focus more on the, the emotions that I do want. And I got this question from listening to a podcast that had a guy named Jim Collins. He teaches a business at Stanford. And he in general is like a super good question <laughs> asker. And so his question was more general. He says, if you knew you were going to die in 10 years, what would you stop doing? That simple. Whoa, that really made me think. The number one thing that came to me was I would stop worrying. I would stop worrying. I would just give it up. Oh gosh, yeah. So I haven't done this yet, but that's another exercise you can totally do. Now, I put my little list on my nightstand, okay? And in the morning, because 
you can look at this and everything that you need to do to feel all of these emotions and get a little bit overwhelmed. I am just going to pick two emotions per day, two things to do. I also know that for me, I needed to implement back my early morning workout, that that was one thing I needed to do to where I could kind of unlock feeling all of the feelings that I want to feel. I realized that that was the biggest part of my rut was that I stopped working out early in the morning, getting it done, feeling accomplished, and all those things for me that are tied to it. Okay, so guys, good luck with this. Pick two, put it on your nightstands. So when you wake up or when you're going to sleep, you're thinking about it because these are actually habits. Oh my gosh, they're habits. Oh, feeling the spirit even is a habit. Acting on those things is a habit. And when we do it, we'll know how to recognize it more and more. And uh, it's through the spirit that I seriously felt the need to share this with you guys. I felt the need to do it for myself. So let's backtrack a very, very simple way. Number one, what am I feeling right now? List all those blah emotions. Okay. Number two, how do you want to feel? Number three, what stories do you need to change to feel how you want? Then apply it back to the list. Go back to the list of how you want to feel. Write a couple of things that you can do so that it will generate that feeling for you. And then if you want to get even more clarity, ask yourself what you need to stop doing to feel those amazing feelings. Put it on your nightstand. Let me know how it goes. Pick two and go for it. All right, you guys, that's all I have. I wish you the best. I wish you a beautiful day. And I truly hope this helps. Make it what you want. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the podcast, please write a review, subscribe, share. And if you'd like to do some personal coaching with me, hop on over to my website, Coach Emily Sanchez dot com.